If you recall, it was the dog that took a hunk out of you and your pants, not me. But I can give you some scrubs to wear home, that's not a problem. He stared at Lace a moment more, while she struggled to turn on her side and keep the sheet in place at the same time. He looked annoyed and angry, and then he threw up his arms. I suppose I'll just have to drive you home. Lace stared, not at all amused. You're kidding, right? My shift actually ended just as you came in. I'm ready to leave, so it won't be any bother. And as you've pointed out to me many times, I drive a disgustingly sedate sedan with a big back seat. His gaze scanned her from head to toe. You'll fit. Lace didn't know what to think. On the one hand, Daniel was a very conscientious fellow. It could just be that he felt somehow obligated, regardless of his personal dislike of her, to see her settled safely. After all, he'd made her his patient, and she and Annie were very good friends despite his edict to the contrary. He loved his little sister like crazy, so he wouldn't want her upset. But somehow it felt like more than that. And under no condition did she want to be alone with Daniel when she wasn't up to snuff. He'd make verbal mincemeat out of her, and she couldn't accept the defeat. Right now she ached all over and she still suffered lingering humiliation. She wasn't in proper form to do battle with the big bad doctor. I could call Annie instead. Annie and Max have gone Christmas shopping. The malls are having a midnight sale and Annie will make Max use every minute until then. Oh. Max was the middle brother. A real Lothario, but also a sweetheart. When someone understood him. I forgot. Then you already knew? She nodded absently. Max had invited me along. Then she slanted Daniel a look, realizing what he would say and wanting to beat him to the punch. Usually that was her only defense against his criticism. Max fancies himself in lust with me, and evidently isn't hampered by your scruples. Your younger brother isn't one to give up easily. Daniel looked ready to explode, his neck turned red, his frown became fearsome, and he stalked away. He stood with his back to her for long moments. But when he faced her again, his expression was controlled. He pulled off his glasses and polished them on his sleeve. Max has a little maturing to do yet. He'll gain a finer sense of judgment with age, I'm sure. Ouch. She feigned a grimace. Going for the jugular now, are you? And here I am, a lady in distress, without the means to fight you. She batted her eyes at him, just to make certain he'd caught her double entendre. Daniel frowned at her, then spoke to the nurse. Fill out the dog bite card, then get Ms. McGee some scrubs and help her into them. I'll pull my car around to the front. Lace would have kicked him if she was sure she wouldn't hurt herself. I haven't agreed to go with you, you know. He never paused on his way out the door. 
I don't recall asking you. She sighed. Now she was in for it. Even her taunting hadn't turned him away, as it usually did. Why would Daniel do such a thing? It unnerved her, but then the man himself unnerved her. Still, she liked the way he polished his glasses, the way he held his shoulders so straight. Actually, on some basic primal level, she liked a lot of things about him. Too bad he was such a rotten, chauvinistic jerk.